right, guys, we're going to go ahead and move into who's who and what's new. This is where I'm going to hit him uh, with the headlines of the day. We have not talked about this up front, and we're just going to take them as they come. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, here we go. We're going to start with headline number one. You know him. You love him. Hunter Biden plea deal sparks political fight over independence of the justice system. You have you, hmm. I'm sure you've been keeping up with this story a little bit, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm aware of this one. Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just a little bit. So for anybody that's mm-hmm. not keeping up, I don't know if you've been uh, buried under a rock or maybe keeping your heads firmly planted in the sand, all ostrich style. But the first son has taken a plea deal with the Department of Justice. Uh, he's pleading guilty. Uh, fact, check me on this one in real time, right? He's pleading guilty uh, to two uh, misdemeanors. Misdemeanors, right, no for, felonies. Right, no felonies for tax for tax evasion. Uh, and then on the federal gun charge, which was the one uh, felony, right, that he was that he was going to be charged with, I guess uh, the way the plea deal works is that they they're not going to seek any jail time on it, and he basically is going to take time in rehab. Right. And so right. he's not going to, you know, ba- he's basically getting off scot-free. Let's just call it what it is. Right. Let's just call it what it is. My must be nice when you're when when your your dad run, you know, is in charge of the federal cops. <laughs> must be nice. Uh, that's all, yeah, that's all I'm going to yeah. say. All right. So so do you feel any connection to Hunter in the first son position? For, why would what? Why would I? Feel, what are you talking about? You're your first your first son of the family. I'm just wondering, no, if you feel any connection there. No, I have never sniffed Parmesan cheese out of a shag rug. <laughs> I've never. I was. I, I'm not even going to keep. No, running. no connect. No, no connection. I'm not going to. No, none whatsoever. Z- okay. Zero. I was just wondering if maybe there was some understanding or you you get his place or you you feel him. I mean, you you just you're feeling it, right? Uh, You know where he's coming from. You you totally identify with this guy, right? Not no. On a a scale of one to odd, I, I can't even. You're not getting there. Okay, that's good deal. All right. Um. You know, really, and and uh, I I think we're going to move on from this one pretty quick because it's 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 going so south. But it is yes, what you said is absolutely true. And the one thing that should drive every American absolutely crazy is this is, proves the obvious of a two tier justice system. That is the ultimate out of this, and everybody really should pay attention because. It just means that there will be those that will become the ruling class and nothing will touch them or have them because they control that. And for the rest of us peons or anybody that can be put into that particular position, because uh, Trump is not a peon, yet um, legally they're able to place him in that position. There is a two-tier justice system. And if you don't have the money to fight it, even if you do, what do they do? Um, if if they want a more liberal pronunciation on the law, they'll just take it from the court where you are and place it into another place where they can get a different interpretation on the law. There's really there's not even any there's no control. We're losing it. We're losing it fast. And um, I think the polls are absolutely proving this. I'm trying to think. I just heard it. I'm probably going to misquote it, but I do believe that we are over 60 percent 
of Americans, bipartisan, both sides of the aisle, that believe that we are in a two-tier justice system. Yeah, I think uh, everybody knows when something is fundamentally unfair. And you just look at that and you're like, well, that doesn't seem fair. And that's I'm just going to leave it right there. Just gonna, okay. just gonna leave it right there. All right, moving right along. Uh, you hate to see it. You just you really hate to see it. Uh, Sp- I mean, Spotify I has canceled. Run away from these stories. <laughs> I, as soon as I saw this, it's like I have no idea. Spotify has canceled their podcast deal with Harry and Meghan uh, after just twelve episodes, twelve short episodes. It was a twenty million dollar deal. Uh, Dude, we got to do 13. We can't let this happen to us. We have to at least get to six 13. seasons in a movie. All right. That's oh, the mark of success. That's, that's the one. Name that's that it. reference. All right. So anyway, uh, but I, I I can't help but think that this is funny because, you know, it just goes to show you that normal people are just not that interested in tuning in to listen to really rich people whine about how bad their lives are. Like it just I'm people just don't you. like it. You know, and 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 look what you did to me. You put me on their level. I can't. How did you do that? Uh, you know, it was deliberate. So I thought so. <laughs> My goodness, but you lowered anyway, me. Anyway, uh, Spotify executive Bill Simmons uh, calls Harry and Meghan grifters after podcast deal ends. And so this guy was caught in on a soundbite uh, of a podcast of his own uh, talking about how uh just absolutely terrible these two are. Grifters. <laughs> yeah, and, and just absolutely um, called them grifters. So all of the other headlines oh. are painting them as uh, – I think one that I read was like – says uh, Harry and Meghan part ways with Spotify – like trying to smooth it over the best they possibly could, and it, when you when you dig it, Spotify was the one who when you dig it? into it, like it was Spotify. They were like, "Gank, we're out, dude. We we're out, man. Nobody's we're listening." Paying you and another they, dollar. And they straight up said it was because viewers viewership is down. Nobody's listening to the podcast. Nobody wants. Like, oh yeah, we paid you twenty oh, yeah. million dollars. Come to find out that Miss Miss Meghan Markle herself, she wanted it to be set up to be like interview style so she was bringing people in sitting them down doing interviews right um you know like bob used to do back in the day uh and then come to find out uh she wasn't even physically being in the room with the people that she was interviewing she would have her staff ask them the questions tape their responses and then she would come in later sit down it uh, and oh, <laughs> and view it that it. had to sound so mechanical <laughs> Oh, man. You know, so she couldn't even be put out enough to sit down and talk with the people that she was inviting on her podcast. Sure. Well, you realize to be in the same room yeah. with somebody But, else, I mean, th- okay. think about the level of absolute hubris this chick must have. That she she marries a royal, badmouths his family, which has been, which has been British royalty for hundreds of years. You know? Like, th- a couple th- hundred, yeah. yeah. Think about, House of Windsor. Think about that. Absolutely hubris this chick has. It's mind boggling. Well, to, to allow somebody in the room with her while she's doing the interview would be to give up some of her greatness to somebody. <laughs> her greatness. Her her greatness, right. her 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 glory would fall, and she's not sure if they're worthy. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Am I making it sound as petty as I think it is? I, oh, man, I sure hope so. 
Like, it just boggles the mind. All right. But you mo- can't even interview with somebody in the I mean, room. Can't even, can't even be bothered to sit. For $20 million, man, for $20 million, I could be bothered to sit down with a lot of people I don't like. A lot like. of people. <laughs> I, I could make any interest. <laughs> yeah, I could make anything interesting. interesting for $20 million. Yeah, for $20 million. So how long would you say you've been a rock, Mr. Johnson? <laughs> All right, that was such a bad joke. All right, moving right along. All right, are you are you following this this Titan story? The submarine, missing submarine? Uh, you mean Titanic story? Well, the the submarine that's missing is called the Titan. It Oh, it, it, I hadn't heard that. Would, yes, okay, I am so following. so Ocean Gate the company uh produced a commercial submarine. It has total seating for 4 plus the pilot, which is 5. Uh, and for 200 200- Okay, let's stop right there. Ocean Gate are you getting a ring off of this that like I wouldn't go on that thing if you paid me? It's called Ocean Gate. Well, now you just hold on, hold hold on to that feeling that you have. <laughs> All right. So Ocean Gate produces this commercial submarine in order to take wealthy, affluent businessmen. Because I mean, at two hundred two hundred fifty thousand dollars a ticket, oh, down to see the wreckage yeah. of the Titanic, uh, mm-hmm. which is. Uh, twelve thousand five hundred feet submerged, so about two down and a half there. miles yes. submerged. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for two hundred fifty thousand dollars a piece, it would it was taking these guys down to to go see it. Well, three or four days ago, it went missing, mm-hmm. and several countries, including the United States, Canada, and I believe France, uh, have all started joining forces looking for it. So that's where this headline uh, coming into the story right now: uh, rescue hopes for missing Titanic submarine, and again, it's called the Titan. So. Uh, hinge on new banging sounds as 12 hours left to live. And that's because they're counting down the amount of oxygen. I think they said that they had total total oxygen for 96 hours when they started. Right. Now, it's, anybody uh, that knows anything about tomorrow. oxygen consumption knows that that goes up and down based on uh, how, much, how much you breathe. I don't want to insult your guys' intelligence, but... Uh, so, yeah, anyway, uh, and then I saw another headline that, that came out uh, that said, uh, I think it was a Canadian uh, plane that picked up the banging noise that they were hearing, and then the U.S. Coast Guard came back and said, uh, well, we can't corroborate that they actually heard that. We haven't heard that. So there's conjecture as to whether or not uh, the banging was, was actually had actually happened or was it just a sensational headline that somebody ran with? Uh, no, um, there is confirmation after the plane picked it up, the U.S. Navy dropped buoys uh, in the area for a sonar, gotcha. and they did confirm that there was banging. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I made a short about it uh, earlier today. Obviously, our hopes and prayers are going out to everybody aboard. I don't care you know, what your socioeconomic level or background is. I wouldn't wish uh, no, uh, something no, like that. I wouldn't that's wish that. a horrible, horrible, horrible thing Situation going on there and their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. And so I hope they're found. I hope they're brought back safe and sound. Uh, all of them. Uh, the thing that's been really funny to me to watch is the bifurcation. Of course, the internet is just a terrible place, right? But it's like uh, everybody on the right is coming out and making fun of the CEO of Ocean Gate because they're like, well, this is what happens when you, and here's the two situations that, that has been uncovered. Uh, as this situation has been ongoing, that there were, have been employees that were terminated from OceanGate as far back as 2018 saying that they were cutting corners on producing this thing, that it was completely unsafe. They were using uh, 
items in the construction and materials that were not rated for what they were using them for, that they were not doing the correct safety inspections and blah, blah, blah. And so that's one scandal that's going on. And then the other one is that he's on a microphone on camera saying that he, you know, he doesn't like to hire uh 50 year old white guys coming out of the military that he wanted his company uh to be known for having you know diverse and equitable people i guess he made some statement akin to that and so everybody's like well i hope you got all the diversity that you need down there on the bottom of the ocean and i was like Dude, that's a terrible thing to say yeah, in say. the middle oh. of the situation as it's unfolding, you know? So that's on the right. On the left, they're, all, all of the vitriol that I've seen spit is just like, ha, 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 rich white guys die at the bottom of the ocean. And I'm just like... And that's just as horrible. It's just as horrible. Wow. So, yeah, what happened to human beings? That's what I'm saying. So anyway, uh, wow. hopes and prayers that everybody comes back safe. Um I give this I give this by next Christmas though. <laughs> Only joke that I'm gonna make about this. It's not even a joke. I give this till next Christmas that we have the movie coming out. Uh and Tom Hanks is probably gonna play the uh the pilot of the, the captain of the submarine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no I'm doubt. Making my, I'm no taking doubt. my shot right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean he is the most likely guy. I know. Moving right along here, we're gonna hit the rapid fire section over the last two minutes. Joe Rogan offers there vaccine expert one hundred thousand dollars to come onto his podcast and debate on his show. So this guy, Dr. Peter Hotez, was offered one hundred thousand dollars by Joe Rogan to come onto the Joe Rogan experience and debate his view on the efficacy of certain vaccines. Uh, so this, wow. I, this, this started okay. over the weekend on Twitter. Joe Rogan put the, uh, tweeted out at this guy, you know, if you believe this stuff, come on my show, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars. Everybody else started dogpiling on was like, Hey, if you go on to Joe Rogan, I'll throw in, I'll throw in the, the, the pot of money got up over a million. Uh, last oh, time that I, last time that I, that I checked on it. Uh, however, this, I know a charity guy, that they could give it to. Well, I mean, okay. Okay. Know. Actually, actually f- fact check in real time. It was, I will give a hundred thousand dollars to the charity of your choosing. Ah, so okay, let me say okay. that specifically. Um, I will anyway, be in the running he, then. <laughs> he absolutely refused and is still refusing. Last time I checked to go on to Joe Rogan to, to have this debate. He says it's beneath him and that it will sully the name of science were he to do so. And you want to know what's really funny about that? Joe Rogan, because of having COVID and uh, the different things that he has done, has done his own personal study into it. You're going to have to be a doctor and have some real inside information in order to beat Joe Rogan in a in a um, a debate about that. He is well informed when the philanthropic thing to do to be like, hey, no matter if I win or if I lose, that's one hundred thousand dollars to charity. Right. Okay, we're almost. Up. We're almost I up. See what you're going to say. Twelve about seconds. This. Uh, Karen Perrigines, excuse me, Karine Jean Pierre refers to herself as a historic figure in an interview. Uh, all I'll oh, say yeah. is that if by historic you mean that you are the worst press secretary of all time, you nailed it. I agree hey, with you. I'm historic. I'm historic. I'm historic. I'm historic. Let's go out with. Can you fade me out doing this? I'm historic. I'm historic. <laughs> 